Welcome to a medic's mind. I'm Matthew Hennigan. I'm a former military medic and civilian paramedic with more than 15 years experience on the front lines of human suffering. I've seen some things, good and bad, and I've struggled with trauma and addictions, as many of my patients had. This led me to a journey of self-discovery through writing and spoken word. On this podcast, I write, produce, and narrate stories that resonate along the airwaves, sailing to destinations beyond my knowing. And that's all right. I write to release, in hopes that those that need them will capture my words and hold them for a time, until they too release what they need to. My goal at Emetic's Mind is to humanize tragedy and triumph through story. I aim to build a bridge of understanding amidst turbulent times, because at the end of the day, everyone has a story to tell. And this one is mine. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Medic's Mind podcast. The uh, the fabled fire episode. I don't know why I made such a big deal out of it. Um, it it's an episode like many others. Uh, it just took me a while to put it together. And uh, and it was just, you know, it was just by circumstance. Uh, life was, uh, was kind of busy. And I wanted to do certain things with this episode uh, to tell a certain story. And, uh, it, you know, it's a little late. Uh, this took place back in the summer. Man, this summer was wild. Uh, fires everywhere all around us. We were particularly fortunate in that we did not get evacuated this summer. We did not get uh, put on alert or, or anything like that. We were very fortunate, but there were so, so many around British Columbia and around the uh, the lower Okanagan area here and the Shushuap that, that were not as fortunate. And with my experience of being evacuated back in 2021 um, and also... Uh, having lived through another fire back in 1998, it gave me a uh, a humble sense of empathy toward these people and toward their circumstances. And it made me want to do what I always do and write down some thoughts and feelings because, uh, you know, with having post-traumatic stress disorder and, and having certain uh, things that can trigger me, uh, still learning some of my triggers, even now, um, you know, this many years later, um, it, the summers can provide a unique challenge. And, uh, and so the way I face a lot of challenges these days, the way I face a lot of, uh, you know, obstacles and, uh, trials and tribulations is by writing. And, uh, and so that's what I did. I wrote a story, uh, about the fires and, uh, I decided to, um, put it to, to voice as I, as I often do, as, as I find that the, that median is the, the easiest for me to share, with with you guys. So the title of this uh, podcast is Ashes to Empathy, A Journey Through Fire. And uh, and it's it really t- kind of, it's obviously from my perspective, because that's the only way I know how to write. That's the only thing I know how to do is to write how I think and feel. And, uh, and I, I just share some generalized thoughts, views, uh, feelings, and uh, some uh, allegory for you. Um, um about about the fires um so yeah that's that's 
that's what this episode is. It's nothing. I know I hyped it up or inadvertently hyped it up. I didn't mean to, but uh, it is done and this is the episode. So I'm going to release it now. I hope you guys like it and uh, are able to take something away from it. Um, If you are uh, so inclined, there are many organizations out there uh, that help uh, disaster relief and also help um, toward uh, the those affected by the wildfires. If you are so inclined to look any of them up, please feel free to do so. And if you have the means to donate uh, whatever you can, I'm sure that would be uh, very appreciated by those that are in need of it. I'd also like to take a moment to um, praise the firefighters that we lost this year. We lost, uh, I believe it was four, um, if not even five, uh, firefighters this year um, fighting these fires. Uh, and many of them are very young, uh, as young as 18 uh, lost their lives this year fighting the fire. So I want to take a moment to remember them and uh, commemorate what they have done and also to say thank you to those that stand in the way of flames so that others can prosper. Um, their thanks will never be enough. So with that, be well, be safe, and above all else, keep talking to each other. This is a Medic's Mind. In 1998, I was 15 years old. I had no clue about the world, how it worked, or what truly lived beyond my bedroom walls. But the advancing flames of an angry wildfire that could be seen from my bedroom window cared very little for my inexperienced station in life. A single lightning strike into the forested upper reaches of Silver Creek in the fly hills outside of Salmon Arm sparks a small fire. In 10 minutes, the fire grows to one hectare. Within 15 minutes of the initial report, heavy equipment is dispatched to the area. 4 o'clock Pacific, 5 o'clock Mountain Time. A lightning strike has started a fire on the Fly Hills near Silver Creek. Smoke from the fire is clearly visible from Sam Arm, but the fire itself... Beneath the hot summer sun that had hid behind a blackened wall of smoke and ash, my family and I were evacuated from our home. To complicate matters, my mother and I were not even home in BC at the time the order came in. We were in Calgary. My mother had been battling cancer for some time, and we were at the cancer clinic when news broke. At 15, home was all I'd ever known. So in a sense, it was my world being threatened. The concept that it could be stolen by flame evoked a pervasive sense of unease within me. This was especially poignant considering we were a province away, without any ability to salvage any personal belongings. I sat next to my mom for several hours, battling the unease and trepidation, likely born from a myriad of uncertainties that lingered throughout that room. As it would come to be, blissfully so, our home would be spared, and we would be allowed to return. When school started that fall, whispers meandered throughout the halls about classmates who had not been blessed with the same fortune as myself, meaning that their houses, their worlds, had been reduced to dust and rubble. There was an unspoken discomfort that lived in the halls of our junior high for weeks after school had first started. 
There was a girl in my homeroom whose home had succumbed to nature's wrath. I always wanted to say something to her, to express my empathy. But at 15 and being a typical awkward teenager, the thought of talking to a member of the opposite sex was perhaps even more terrifying than what we had all endured that summer. Fast forward to 2021. By that time, I had seen my share of the world and done my best to help others with theirs. I was a paramedic for 15 years, right up until 2017, when a diagnosis of PTSD, followed by my mother's eventual suicide, put a stop to that endeavor. Despite my travels around the world, I found myself back home in beautiful BC, and on a black August night, a knock came to our door. It was another evacuation order. Flames had once again crawled their way to an uncomfortable proximity. The White Rock Lake fire would see myself and my lovely Sheena, her two kids, her dog and two cats, sprint from our home and race toward the unknown. Living with PTSD and navigating fire season year over year is a complex feat on its own throw in a change of environment away from all the comforts of home, and it becomes a whole new beast to confront. We spent two weeks in a hotel, and once again we could hear subtle whispers of homes that had been burnt and businesses that were lost. I ruminated on my time in the halls of junior high many years before. By the grace of whomever, or whatever, our home was once again spared a desperate fate, and we went home. Learning of so many who will not be as lucky this year breaks my heart. I am still in possession of the most generic and unremarkable physical features, but I am no longer too insecure to voice that I am so sorry for your loss. There are no good words, so I won't pretend to have any. Just know that you have my heart, my sincerest empathy, and those battling through, those on the front lines. You have my eternal gratitude. My whole world has grown much larger than a bedroom with four walls. It's now one that I share with you. So in a sense, you are all my family. I grieve with you. And if there is anything in my power that I am able to do, please know that I will do it. Flames come and go. It is love that remains a constant. Love that builds. And love that will see us through to tomorrow. Tomorrow. When skies clear once more.
Every crush you ever had Burned in your DNA With a sparkle in your eye Forever young Every moment this is life Take it as it comes Jump up and reach for the stars Having no regrets Forever and ever Always young Forever young Jam, those bills are due. Will you remember the innocence of you? Fireworks inside your heart, sunshine still bursting through. Every breath from here on out makes you remember what life is all about. Buckle up, enjoy the ride. Hold on. Sparkle in your eye, forever young Every moment this is life, take it as it comes Jump up and reach for the stars Having no regrets, forever 